back to Postscript, Marie Antoinette. We're covering the second to last episode, The Ostrich Bitch. Uh, we've seen a lot, Beth. So uh-huh. how are you feeling about it up to this point? I don't have feelings. I'm you don't have feelings? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have feelings today. It's okay. I'm just numb today. But no, I think like... I don't know. This was like another kind of roller coaster of the family and Marie. And then, you know, by the end of it, she had like her nightmares coming back. Yeah. So it's kind of like I yeah, I feel apprehensive because yeah. they kind of hint at, and because we this is based on history. We know that it doesn't end well for them uh, that she's very concerned with Mopa. She says that they're trying yeah. to destroy us. And yep. they kind of do with these things. So, yeah. yeah, I'm a little apprehensive, but there's a new baby and everyone's happy about that. I know. So I think Love even in real life, I think Provence <clears throat> was even actually like so happy about the baby that he couldn't oh, okay. hide it. But then he probably like remembered himself and was miserable again. But Of course, yeah. he has to be. <laughs> so how else are you feeling? I'm not feeling great. <laughs> so you might notice that I sound like I have a, like cotton balls in my nose. Uh, I think it's allergies trying to kill me. I That turned into sinusitis. It's a whole thing, but I feel like trash. Oh. So my boss is making me go home after this. So <laughs> Which fine. is good, but yeah. we are all very thankful that you are still here today. <laughs> I, to I am still here. I'm still kicking above ground. It's a good day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, we want to know your thoughts. Send us an email at ps at WITF.org. DM us on Instagram at WITFORG or Facebook at WITF.org. I had to consult my notes today. No, that's okay. You're allowed to. I consult the notes all the time. (laughs) Or you can leave a comment on the video of this podcast by visiting YouTube slash at WITF Mosaic. So are you ready to jump into it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we open with an announcement. I love this announcement. <laughs> Marie is like on a mission. She's walking with purpose down the hall. She walks into Louis's office. She doesn't knock. She just barges right in there or taps. She doesn't tap. She doesn't tap. And she says, I have to talk to you. One of your courtiers kicked me in the stomach. And I was like, well, that's a weird way to announce your pregnancy. But Allie's notes, she says, oh, she was joking about the baby kicking. Oh, you didn't realize that. I did not realize that the courtier was the baby inside her. No, it took me. Oh, my gosh. So Allie's note here. And I'm like... That makes so much more sense now. So I Marie's thought, pregnant. I thought, oh, she's pregnant. The baby's kicking her. Oh, no, it's even though she's like, like so early, you can't really feel she, that. She feels but. her stomach, right? And then yeah. I'm just like, oh, like somebody could lose their head for kicking her in the stomach. Like that seems like a really weird <laughs> announcement. But no, it was. But she's it like, because the, the baby, yes, the baby is, is the courtier. Well, I'm yeah. glad you figured that out. I well, actually, Allie figured it yeah, out. Well, so Allie that's the only out. reason that I was clued in. <laughs> I, um, how the first pregnancy, so I was pregnant three times. The first time was a miscarriage, but we mm-hmm. found out we were on a road trip. So I just took a test in like a Burger King bathroom. Oh my gosh. And got uh, Casey like that's the like little the crown. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, here you go. You're a dad. And You're we're all, we're both like, what? Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I know. But then, um, that's it, just realistic. That's real life happening. It is. Yeah. It is. And then the first, so my firstborn, we, I just like peed on the stick and then left it in the bathroom and then like uh-huh. got a shower. And I was like, okay. When I was done, I was like, uh, oh my God, is that positive? Like it was <laughs> like, so, what? it was so like, oh, um, it was faint. 
Yeah, it was so okay. faint. And we were trying, so I was like super excited, but it was like so You're faint. Like, so so faint, I like had I'm him sure. check, and he's like, what? And I was like, I think we are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should go so get this checked. Yeah, so I waited like a week and then did it again, and then oh. got another one. And then for uh, my second born, it was New Year's Eve. Okay. And I took the test and then asked Just to see if you can drink drop. the champagne? No. Actually, oh. I watched them. We weren't like out or anything because oh, okay. we had a newborn at that point. Like, oh, true. Okay. He was only nine months old. So I took the test and then watched the ball drop. And then after that, yeah. went and yeah. um, checked it and it was like super faint again. And I was like, I don't every know. Time, every I time. Every time it's like, this? are you? Yeah. So then I waited a couple of days, took it again, and I was like, okay, positive. And I didn't tell Casey right away. Oh. And okay. then I like cricketed a shirt for. Oh, so you like went all out my for first. This. Oh, yeah. I cricketed yeah. a shirt. And then I had um, my son wear it, and it said like leveling up to player one or player one leveling up. No, leveling up to Big Brother. That's so, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then okay. it had like the little um, That's Xbox controller because he played Xbox. Okay. So I like cricketed that and put it on a shirt. And then I had a little scavenger hunt and it was like looking here and looking here and looking here. And then eventually, That's a lot of work. Take though. my ki- I know, I can't believe I did all this. And I was like, take, take, take your kid's jacket off or something. And then he took the jacket off and it said that. And Literally I was like, oh my gosh. Brother. But the funniest thing I is I feel like, like if I did that to Matt, he'd be like, what are you talking about? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, then I like for family members, we put that shirt on him yeah. and we were like FaceTiming them. And I was like, oh, look, did you see? Look, I made this shirt. And they're like, what's this? What? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I baby. It was like, it was so funny. Matt, Matt will sometimes say things that would imply that we're having a baby while with my parents. And my, my dad's always like, are you trying to tell us something? I'm like, no. Oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I dropped, um, I did put, um, I did put a shirt on him for dropping him off to the nanny. Oh, and okay. I was just like, she'll find out whenever. Out. Like she had, a, he had a sweatshirt or jacket on. Notice she'll have to take wearing. the jacket off eventually. Right. And so her kid actually saw it first. Oh so she gosh. just took the jacket off and, and right. just and went running around yeah. and went around. And then her other kid was like, did you see what it says on his shirt? Oh and she's like, gosh. oh my gosh. And it was so funny. Oh, that's really so I get cute. like a text like, I didn't even know. They had to point it out to <laughs> I me. I would not notice the t-shirt probably. Really? I'd just be like going on with my life. Like, You're like, oh, you're sweating matter. here. Take your jacket off. Here's yeah. breakfast. Here's yeah. this. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. Oh, oh that's so, really cute. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. So I love little baby announcements. I love hearing yeah. all that stuff. Oh, I'm just going to be like, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Our worst fear has come true. Oh my gosh! <laughs> funny. Uh, uh, in the next scene, we find out. Back to the show. Yeah. In the next scene, we find out that Marie's not quite taking her brother's advice. We see yes. uh, Yolande is dressing Marie because Lambal is late again, and she's they just late. couldn't wait. Yeah. But Lambal looks really upset. Like it looks like she's going to have a panic attack. I think she had a panic attack. I don't know if it's the corset because you can't breathe in those. Like. Well, I think faster, it was like a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, probably helped because she was like. <gasps> so I yeah. think like she was actually having a panic attack. Yeah, she's not a fan. Yeah, um, panic attacks are no fun. <laughs> no, they're terrible. I've had many of them, and every yeah, time I'm like, "This is just a panic attack. You're not dying. Everything's fine. Like, it'll be okay." But like <gasps> in 20 minutes, in 20 minutes, I will be okay. Yeah. Um, as Marie and Louis make their way through the members of court, Chartreux. Whispers to Marie, you do know my heart is shattered. And Louis looks really annoyed by this. I didn't catch Louis's face Louis there. Louis looks kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, he doesn't look happy about So Marie it. told re- him that oh, she I was pregnant. So. 
I didn't, but they were I announcing didn't put it those to the two court. together. Maybe that's what she did because he said, you do know my yeah, heart is shattered, shattered, meaning she has a baby. Mm-hmm. He can't be with her, I guess, right. that kind of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, the rumor, it turns out, is that he is the father, but Louis doesn't want to accept that. Yeah. So I don't know. I couldn't find any information as to whether there's any truth to that or not. I couldn't like, either. I, I tried to. Um, so, yeah, Louis announces to the court, with it's with great happiness that I can announce the queen is pregnant with their first child. And they look so happy. They and do. it makes me so happy for both of them. Like, I was yes. on top of the world for them. <laughs> um, even the, the, the ants are like, we'll never get rid of her now unless it's a girl. My gosh, those ants. Yeah, they're, they're just mean. And Provence... I have Provence the dick. Provence <laughs> says, if it's a boy, we're finished to Josephine because, you know, they're plotting to try and overthrow. Yeah. Our notes are complete without having Provence the dick in it. Pr- Provence the dick. It's, it's in every, every single episode. We have we, to call it. We have to write that. it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so the stage is set and Marie's pregnant. So there's going to be a power struggle. Because there always is. Yeah. There's always, a, there's always a power struggle. But it's like exhausting. Yeah. I can't imagine constantly like sparring with your family like yeah i didn't i wasn't a big fan of my sister's now husband i love i love him now but i wasn't a huge fan at the start of their like re-courtship because mm-hmm. you know he was provence the dick <laughs> <laughs> and um i just had to let that go and now he's great and they have two beautiful kids and i love those kids with all of my heart but yeah it's In just the like beginning, it's, 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 it's too exhausting it's, it's too exhausting. exhausting to keep that up um, we now flash forward six months later. Yes. Uh, Louis is measuring Marie's stomach with a ribbon, and he tells her that she's grown two inches since the 27th of March, which is perfectly normal for a pregnancy August. of... Oh, oh. August. What did I say? <laughs> does not say March at all. March. Okay, no, August. 27th of August. <laughs> but Perfectly I, normal for I didn't know that the date was sent, like said. So he said, you've grown two inches and you're six months along. And uh, I was like, two, two inches, inches in six months? <laughs> so like I looked it up. Like, actually, what's the normal? Yeah, just give us your closer I look I looked it up this. and I was like, two months, like, is this... Like, what is normal for that? Because that can't be it. So I, like, right. looked it up because I'm like, I was not two inches, like, well, at six at months. six months, that's usually when your belly yeah. has popped. Three different places said you grow pretty much double the size, and oh. it's like a basketball. Oh, so, gosh, like, you're big yes. at six months. So I was like, <laughs> okay, that makes sense because... Like, these are three different websites that say, like, your uterus should be the size of a basketball oh at the God, end of your second trimester. Uncomfortable. Which is six months. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. My sister, uh, I it was probably around six months when her doctor was like, all I'm saying is if you don't gain any more weight, it would be okay. And she was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> my doctor told my sister that she was not gaining enough weight. Oh. And so she was really worried about that. So yeah. then she, like, ate, like, everything. so bad and everything. Three. But the whole – she looked back, hindsight 2020, she was really working out and everything. Oh, so and she then she was got just pregnant like... and stopped. So um, all of her muscle mass turned into turned, was goo. turning into fat, yeah. And muscle weighs more than fat, right. so, so she, she, was, she was losing weight, or she was just like a little bit losing, losing remaining. Muscle. I think she was kind of like remaining. Like they shouldn't have 
focused yeah. so much on the weight versus well, like, like to freak her behaviors like and stuff like that. So. The baby's fine, that yeah. sort of thing. There's other ways to check that everything's working out fine. Yeah. So, but then Marie says, God help us if it's a girl. Right. We'll have plenty of time to have boys. And Marie's like, tell that to my mom. And he says, don't worry about mama. You have me now. And I'm, fe- yeah. I'm feeling happy for them. But I'm also very upset that Louie knows more about pregnancy than she does because her only job was to get pregnant. And she knows nothing. And she knows nothing about pregnancy. Uh, But their happiness is interrupted. Yeah. Because a note slides under the door. Of course. And it's more gossip. And it's a fully censored libel. I didn't get to see that. No, wait, I didn't did watch you press watch room, press? I didn't so watch I didn't press room either. I have pick. no idea what's on it, but it's naked people. Clearly. It yeah. is uh, Marie Antoinette copulating with the Duke of Chartois. So, of course. So that's not great. And at the top says the ostrich bitch and her lover. Mm-hmm. Real nice. Uh, and then we cut to the ants who are giggling over the pamphlet of because course. they're mean girls. And he's impressive. Yeah, and Chartres is impressive. So, I mean, she apparently doesn't have a narrow vagina if this holds any, I know, <laughs> any right. truth. Uh, Josephine says there's no smoke without fire, implying that, yeah, they are having an affair. And Provence says, I couldn't possibly comment on that filthy smut, which he, you know, he's enjoying it. <sighs> Meanwhile, obviously... Uh, Maria and Louis are trying to put a stop to it. So in Louis's office with Mopa, she tells Mopa, this isn't just about me. This is, oh no, she tells Louis, I guess. This isn't just about me. It's a grotesque attack on us. Yes. And Louis assigns Marpa to investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie doesn't trust Marpa for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because but he I tried mean, to lock her up in a convent forever. Yeah. Uh, do you trust Mopa? No. Okay. But. I, I don't uh, he's trying either. to know everything and he wants he to know everything about Marie and thinks that she's hiding something. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I really think that his he's just looking out for the kingdom and the king and France and France. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what he's looking out for, that's which is true. his job. Right. So it's, I guess I it's get it. Like, the bank like that's his it's first his, it's their job. Yeah. It's his job <laughs> to look out for France. So his first job yeah. is not to look out for Marie. That makes sense. And he so. doesn't like Austria. So. Yeah, so, but then they go and... But he says, let me protect you. Yeah, so they go and search everyone. Yeah, they start with the court. So they interview Madame Noai first, and she says, it's not me. The libel is a product of a warped mind, and she doesn't have a warped mind. Uh, Then Provence comes in. (laughs) Allie's notes say, cue man with warped mind. Provence (laughs) looks on with amusement as Saint-Georges is searched and Saint-Georges is searched uh, well he's just happy because he doesn't like Saint-Georges and he's a little bit racist a lot bit racist actually Yeah, Provence's and Saint George is Chartres' friend, yes. so he thinks maybe they're going to get closer to the truth there. Mm-hmm. Mopa has swept the court and recommends to Louis that they move closer to home because they haven't found anything in the ordinary yep. court. So, so now, now we have, have to, to look to at the relatives. Yeah, Louis says, "Very well, do it. Thank you, Mar- Mopa." And um, Ali made a note that she likes that he says "thank you" because you don't see that a lot with kings. So I wonder no. if I wonder if Louis the Sixteenth actually was as gentlemanly yeah maybe uh so we're gonna start with everyone's favorite provence (laughs) he he gets uh he comes into louis office and he says do you have a moment and louis says i'm working but he just has to say yeah he has to say his piece uh and provence basically put doubt into louis mind that's really his goal here is to put doubt into louis mind and the legitimacy of 
and the, the child. Yes. Because what if it is a boy? Then it would be an heir. Exactly. Uh, so he's like, hey, have you considered that Chartois is the father? And um, Louis just basically shuts it down completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the unedited version, apparently he says, you've seen the way he looks at her. The man is construct. And I was like, wait, did they say that on PBS? And I missed it. But no. So there no, you go. That, that was some of the bleeping. Well, okay. they just silenced it out. So I okay. thought, I was like, I don't remember hearing that. No. But in, in the captions I watched again, it's just like A's with accent points where that word is. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> so <laughs> so Provence is a snake. He is He's trying terrible. to put some doubt. And like, I don't yeah. think Chartois. 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 Chartres. Chart. Shut. Shut. Um, We're looking to Allie for guidance. I don't think that, I don't think it's his kid just based on where we're at and how they, like Marie is, like Louis in love with Marie and I think Marie actually really does love him. At this point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could find no evidence of it actually being true on the internet, which knows all of our secrets. Yeah. Um... So, so, yeah, then we find um, uh, that Schatz and San George are walking, walking the, the halls, halls and then they discuss and then we find out that like he actually does like in, at least in the storyline. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is true in real life, but uh, Saint George, San George is basically like you have a crush on her and he's yeah. like, it's lust and like trying to brush it off. But no, he actually does have a crush on her. I think he really her. does like her. Yeah. Um. And he, well, he's also asking, like, is it accurate? Which I thought was really funny because that's how boys would talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To to continue the investigations, the palace guards um, pluck Chatois from Saint-Georges and bring him to Mopas. Of course. There's a lot of French names and I butchered them all. No, you didn't. You did a good Uh, job. Mopas invited him there because he's depicted in the libel. Do you have Mm -hmm. any idea who might be responsible um, and he implies that as heir, heir to heir, I can't say words today, as heir to the house of or De Orleans, mm-hmm. De Leon, De Leon. I don't know. She has a, anyways. Well, it's spelled Orleans. Yeah. It looks like Orleans. I'm New sorry. Orleans I'm that American. we say here, but I think it's house d'Orléans. But he would benefit from casting doubt on the bourbon line. So mm-hmm. he has, he does have something in this fight too. And Chartois says, it's not me who calls her the ostrich bitch. Why don't you investigate the bourbons? And Mopas says, I'm investigating everyone. And here we are. And now we're on to the ants. <laughs> so each of them glance, glance at the pants as they were passing Chartois. I would probably too. Because they were lie. just. <laughs> I mean, I clocked Joseph last episode. It's true. So. <laughs> I didn't even notice I clocked that Joseph though, in so the bathroom. I'm glad that so. uh, this note is in here. Uh, so. I was trying to figure out. Oh, okay. So Allie did look it up. So Adelaide's in the blue and Victoire's in the purple. Okay. I think Victoire is the one that like feels supremely uncomfortable with all the questions and wants to tell the truth. Correct. Yes. No, it's the other. No, one. yeah. Adelaide is the is the innocent one. Oh, okay. Well, one of or them. the innocent one in quotations. <laughs> They're not really one innocent. of them is like they want to confess it all, and the other one's like Adelaide. shut up. And Victoire. Victoire, I think Victoire is sh- older than Adelaide. Okay, I don't. Th- I don't think they're twins. I think I know they're not twins. Yeah, I, I think that up. I was trying to. F- I was trying to make sense of it. But yeah. anyways, um, Adelaide, according to these notes, almost spills the beans inadvertently, admitting that they call her the ostrich bitch. Well, yeah, I mean, because so, everyone's heard it. So I know. I don't know how they can deny it. But yeah. Victoire says, like, no, shut up, basically. Yeah. 
So Chartois visits Marie uh, to see how she's doing, but she's obviously very uncomfortable with the fact that he's there. They do get a little bit cozy, though, mm-hmm. while he's visiting, and then she kicks him out of the room. And I still don't think there's anything going on. You still don't I think I just so? don't. I think it's just a friendship. I think okay. that she just I mean, they're it's a friendship. implying a lot of, like, questionable yeah. things, but, like, we haven't seen anything that would imply that this is a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, it's flirtatious, for sure, but... I don't think it's romantic. You can flirt with your friends. Yeah. There's a line. Uh, but she hears footsteps as Chartois leaving. And um, I'm wondering if the hypnotist saw him leave because I think it was the hypnotist in the hallway. Okay. Um, but somebody was out there. Somebody and she looks see, really yeah. nervous about it. So as this is all happening, there's some subplot going on. Lambal is being hypnotized so she can flick Polygnac away like a small fly. She just closes her eyes and flips. <laughs> Uh, Polygnat is calming Marie. She wants, uh, Marie wants Polygnat to join her household and Lambal comes to Marie telling her about, um, Poly- um, Dr. Mesmer. I forgot yeah. his name. Dr. Mesmer. You, you say Polygnat. That's, that's Yolande. We called her Yolande. I just don't oh, want any, our listeners oh, yes. to be a little confused. Okay. So Marie Yolande wants is Yolande with Marie. to join the household. Yeah. And she's talking to yes. her. And then. And then Limbaugh comes in and is like, oh my gosh, you got to know Dr. Mesmer. Yeah. And. So I actually did a closer oh, look on yeah, Dr. Mesmer. Okay. So Fran- Franz Anton Mesmer was born May 23rd, 1734. And okay. he died March 5th, 1815. He's a physician who, like, the system of therapeutics knows as mesmerize, mesmer. Um, He was the forerunner of the modern practice of hypnotism, which we found out. He was all the rage. He was all the rage. (laughs) So what I found interesting, like, his dissertation in 1766 was in the University of Vienna. So he was in Vienna. He has some tie to Austria. Yep, he lived there. He suggested the gravitational attraction of the planets affected human health by affecting the an invisible fluid found in the human body and throughout nature. Okay. So it was the planets and the attraction. He revised it in 1775, and it was previously called animal gravitation to animal magnetism. Okay, which he references in the Exactly. Show. And wherein the invisible fluid in the body acted according to the laws of magnetism that okay. are out. Okay. Okay. He was accused by fraud by Viennese physicians okay. and left Austria, came to Paris. So okay. here, this is his, so how, this how he is got how here he, he in 1778. Frank. Perfect timing. To <laughs> live he lived this extravagant life. Um, he attracted, after some time, he attracted antagonism of the medical profession. In 1784, King Louis the sixteenth okay. appointed a commission of scientists and physicians to investigate his methods. Oh. So I think I don't know if that's going to be Was here. That a bad thing. I well, I think it's just because bad things. Yeah, because okay. you know there were all you know antagonism like hypnotism. It's like people don't believe in it, and so okay. scientists who yeah. study you know they, like hypnotism is. Oh, magnetism's in the it's invisible fluid in your body. Yeah, so it's I mean, not it like it's of... not clear solid data. Right. So but on the commission of uh scientists, commissioner members, Benjamin Franklin was on it, the oh, American inventor and Benjamin French chemist. Franklin. He's a very interesting I person. I know. And then Antoine Laurent Lavoisier 
were they were they were both on it. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're well known scientists. Um, they actually reported that he w- that Mesmer was unable to support scientific claims. So there's no data. Right. And the mesmerist movement thereafter declined. Oh. So, but, but whatever. We still use like he did today. achieve. Yeah, he did achieve a close rapport with his patients. And seemed to actually like alleviate some certain nervous disorders, like in them. Right, our brains um, which are is fickle why I think things. They so, are. I mean, so I think that's if why it works. It works for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's. It's funny because when he actually. Well, I don't know if we're going to talk about that later. So anyway, I don't know either. We'll bring it up later. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't look that far in <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. We're going to take a really quick break, and when we come back, we'll see how Louis and Marie feel about these investigations. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Um, now, before we actually go to dinner right. with some uh, enemies, I can't even call them <laughs> frenemies, frenemies because, because they're, they're not friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we do that, we have a little bit of trouble between the happy yeah, couple. The happy couple, there's a seed of doubt. There is. Provence was successful in planting a seed of doubt. Of course. Uh, Marie asks Louis how she looks because she's been eating for Austria and he corrects her. She's I can't believe she France. said she was eating for Austria. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, her only job to her mother was to produce an heir. So I can understand why she said Austria. I still um, can't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, Louis, Louis like doesn't take kindly to Marie's. Imp- like she's Mm-mm. implying that it's a member of his family that are writing these libels. It and has to be like it, like it just has to be like prior they don't to this, like her. the dove gets sh- gets captured in Josephine's window. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. we know. Well, we do. Who know. It is. Well, I th- I was like Josephine of Provence, so I was like, yeah. I'm going to find out this episode. <laughs> yes, we are going to find out this episode. <laughs> um, and she says it's obvious to everyone but him, and he's kind of shifts gears by asking her if there's any truth in the libel. Of course. And she her. She shakes her head, but her eyes are kind of teary. And, like, they just keep making it seem like she's not really answering yes or no. She like She's mm-hmm. dodging this question. So we don't know. We don't know for sure if there's yeah. any truth in it. Like, it's just so they're planting the seed of doubt in our heads. Too. Yeah. It might just be where she could have some emotional tie to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, like, sleeping with him. Well, but no. It could I just mean, be I she, emotion- she cares about him. He's her only friend in the entire French court yeah. in the show. And the only one at the dinner table that's that's kind of her. Yeah. So I could understand why. Either way, but we don't know why she's tearing up. Yeah. Uh, At dinner, the conversation is awkward. Provence suggests they talk about the weather. I mean, why are they at dinner in the first place? Do they have to do this? Like, they're so rude to them. Why would I would? Why would you have dinner with these? Marie doesn't do anything. Who have served her oysters, by the way. I like they clearly did that on purpose. That's so Because Josephine's gross. like, here, have an oyster, but you're not supposed to eat raw fish did when they you're know pregnant that in the 1700s. I don't, I, at this point, I'm assuming they did not. Okay, but like it's still so gross and the oh, yeah. sliminess it's, and yeah. the yucky it's texture just, just, could make you throw up once. when you're, especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. So, it was but like, just rude. Yeah, it was rude, and Josephine's like, here, another. Yeah, she's just she's oh, I don't needling. Like her. Josephine's an awful person. She is. Provence is basically saying you must be happy about this news, and this is when Josephine becomes an even bigger. She's the real bitch in this episode. She an is even bigger bitch. Yep. 
She's like, she goes over and she feels Marie's stomach and she's like, when Which, was the last time? Pause. Right? Don't ever touch a pregnant woman's belly unless they say I know, you can. Rude. I was like, um, like Josephine, don't touch her. I, everyone she just said feels no. entitled Marie to said the no. queen's body They at do. All times. Oh, here, let me just touch your belly. And then yeah. the rudeness comes out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's like, when was the last time you felt the baby kick? Are you, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything at all. Are you quite sure it's alive? I know. She's so like, rude. what the heck was that? Yeah. I censored myself as I was going. <laughs> uh, so Marie, obviously, she panics because this is her only job is to produce an heir. Yeah. And she runs away from the table. And Louis is obviously mad. He says, I would have expected better of you, madam. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the worst because he says, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And Provence says, bravo, that was remarkably callous, even for you. I was like, wow. When Provence says you're being a dick, you're really being a dick. (laughs) Uh, And Josephine says, why should she have a baby if I can't have one? It's just so petty and mean. Especially because last episode, she said, it's them, not us. Right. So, like, like, there was this moment where she was trying to, like, strike an uneasy alliance, I guess. But, like, and she does this kind of crap. Yeah. And draws all those pictures. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler alert. It's Josephine. Uh, Louis goes to comfort and check on her after all of this. So it's really nice to see yeah. them. Like, even though he has his doubts and he's probably not feeling super solid about this right now, he still has her back. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And behind the scenes, Mopa puts Yolande up to a task of she course. has to dig deeper she has to find out if marie is hiding something like chartois perhaps yeah um and so do you think yolande is actually her friend or do you think joseph is right because i'm leaning more towards joseph because he's yeah. a member of my family <laughs> <laughs> i just love joseph um it's weird because in like articles that I've read and stuff, Yolande is actually like a really close friend and tries to help them through the yeah. revolution and stuff like that okay. with letters. So I feel like she wants to be So her maybe friend. it's a little bit of both. So I think that she's a little bit of both. Like, sure, I'll keep digging. I mean, she's getting paid. Yeah, she is getting paid by and she Mopa can't. She can't, to do she can't continue on her lifestyle without getting paid. Without any money. And she, yeah. Unless she joins the household, like yeah. Marie wants her to do. And she do. won't and join the household because Mopa she says, won't deal with Lumball. Right. She doesn't want to grovel to the governess. Jeez. Uh, so the investigation is still on. And next on the list is Josephine. Mopa's getting close. Finally. He's getting close. Mm-hmm. He asks her about life at Versailles, how it must be lonely, being so far from home, losing a pregnancy. Your husband and, being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, he says, uh, you must feel some loyalty to your husband. Casting doubt on legitimacy would benefit Provence. Mm-hmm. And she kind of gets mad and says, well, then why aren't you talking to Provence? Oh, that's right. You can't. And only the king. This yes. is how we find out. Only the king can interview his brother. Josephine says her marriage isn't happy. She is lonely and she's sad not to hold her own child. She's really playing up the sympathy. Like, how dare you just think that I could do something like this? But she's not so bitter to accuse an innocent man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as she's leaving, Josephine tells Provence that Mopa is more interested in Provence than Josephine. Of so, course. <laughs> Let me throw my husband Watch out, bus. Provence. Yeah. Uh, and they also find the printing press. Yes, that finally. is printing the libels. So no more deliveries, at least. Uh, but the original is still missing, of course. Um, 
And I'm surprised like nobody lost their head at the printing press for printing something like well, that. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody did. Oh, I maybe didn't, they did. I didn't I take know. a closer look into that. But Louis seems to be nicer? somewhat nice. Like, I, like they would I mean, lose their job. I would shut down that place. Instead Sorry. of executing his brother, he punches him in the face. That's true. Uh, so Ooh, let's get to that. I'm excited. I like that scene. Um, Mopa basically tells them that, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. Versailles is a snake pit spewing out poison and snakes generally end up destroying each other. Yep, that's correct. But Marie says not unless they destroy us first. So, you know, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And um, Louis journals to himself. The question of who is responsible looms large in my head. Provence or Chartois? I think I know the answer. So who's responsible for yeah. this? So both but of he thinks he knows the answer. He thinks he knows the answer, but we don't know. What, what do you he think thinks. his answer is? I don't know what his answer from Louis. Is. I think he thinks it's Chartois. You think it's you think I he do. thinks it's Chartois, but but he knows his brother is like a slimy good. I for think nothing that he cares too much jerk. about his family to think that his really? brother would do this, and I think he thinks it's Chartois. Wow. Because both of their Chartois, Remember the the look in the beginning. Oh right, right. He looked at him, but I mean that's the whole question of like whether the child is. His or not, too. Yeah. So. Uh, but it doesn't matter because both of their apartments are ransacked. They both come back. Yeah. And their apartments are just torn apart. Uh, but they bring in Chartois. Mm-hmm. The original sketch was found in his apartment. And Chartois oh. claims it was planted. Uh, and he says, my feelings for her. The, the king is in the room while he's being interviewed. He says, my feelings for her run far too deep. And Louis says, are you confessing your love for my wife? I'm like, this is uncomfortable, Chartois. Like, yeah, you better backpedal quick. And he says, I'm pleading my innocence. And he says, that doesn't answer my question. He says, I'm not responsible for the libel. But he gets locked away. Yes. Uh, in a of tower. Original, yeah. I don't know where he's locked away. Know. He's just in this room with a bunch of boxes, a storage, a storage, a storage room. room. Uh, and while Louis works out some of his anger on blacksmithing, Provence demands an apology for his apartment being ransacked. And this is when Louis drops the bomb that he knows that Josephine's pregnancy was a fake. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. dude. So your, your your apartment is not off limits at this point. Right. I'm I d- going to search your apartment. I am the king. I can do what I want. Exactly. And I would feel really uncomfortable if I were Provence because he's holding very hot fire things in like, his hands right in front and of like him. waving yeah. and like you need to get out of here, Provence. He does not owe you an apology. He does you not. You are a big freaking jerk. <laughs> but before we follow up on Provence, we're going to check on Marie. Yes. Limbaugh and Yolande are both bickering over Dr. Mesmer and Chartois. It's like they're just being childish. Yes. Marie kicks them both out of the room. She's so annoyed. Been she there, has a done headache. that. Yep. <laughs> very pregnant. She's just like, get out. Yes. And to calm down, Marie calls Dr. Mesmer to her room to help her. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't have the spirit to fight her anxieties by her, like alone by herself. Yeah. And he says, you know your mind. I wouldn't change that and I wouldn't want to try. Well, um, I th- it's because like when people go through hypnotism and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you have to be very suggestible. suggestible. Yeah. You have to be. You have to be open and like easily kind me of persuaded. if I could be hypnotized hypnotized. because i feel like i'm not one of those people yeah have you ever been i'm gonna i might i know a place you know oh my gosh we should go do it but i'm also afraid i'm also afraid of what i'm afraid that somebody would be like every time you hear (laughs) 
you have to jump like a frog and then all of a sudden I'll start <laughs> jumping, jumping like, a frog. like a frog everywhere. Like that's what I'm terrified that's, of. No, so like I'm if I go to be hypnotized, be I need somebody in the room to make sure the hypnotist doesn't Isn't hypnotize me and make me crazy. That's but then a, I also have to trust point. that person not to make sure that they don't make me crazy. Right. Jump like a frog. Oh, well, then I can't I take Matt because he would be like, make her do silly things when yeah. the dogs bark. Mm-hmm. And I'd just be doing silly <gasps> things all the time. <laughs> make her bark like a dog when the dogs bark. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yes, because Lamb Ball is suggestible. Yeah, she can be hypnotized, and that's why she's so delicate because she's mm-hmm. suggestible. And Marie says, "Why am I so terrified?" And it's because he, you don't believe in your strengths. Trust your instincts, and you'll find it. I was like, yeah. "That's solid." She's advice, a strong actually. woman. She is. She's she really strong-willed. Yes. She doesn't realize that she is no, because she, does she doesn't not. have any control over her own life mm-hmm. because of society. Ah, after his talk with Louis, Provence accuses Josephine of disclosing her fake pregnancy, and I she's know. like. Why would I do that? He called her a witless, hysterical fool, which is rude. That's your wife. But she is kind of mean. So she goes over and she digs out her libels and she thrusts them at him and says, is that the work of a witless, hysterical fool? (laughs) And so they like sit down together and they're like talking about it, laughing like Provence is really entertained by the fact that like, dude, if Louis finds out, it's not going to end well for you. I know. Like, I don't understand why he's being so chill about this Uh, but as they're leaving the apartment Yolande hears them leaving and laughing and uh, Josephine notices Yolande in the hallway and very uncomfortably walks back in her apartment so Yolande knows if if they're laughing together something is up oh yeah so yeah I think Josephine is toast uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll see how Chartois is faring locked away in his tower. <laughs> With the boxes. With the boxes. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It is almost time to have a baby. Yes. <laughs> Here it's we go. almost go time. Yes. <laughs> But she wanted, but first we start with like Marie checking yes. in to make sure that Chartois or Chartres right. was it not the person who did drew the right. labels. Now, now she has doubts yes. in her mind. Exactly. And so she says, look me in the eye, which is funny because that's exactly what my sister does to her kids. She goes, look me in the eye. Yeah. Matt's so I go, afraid of her. Eyes, eyes, eyes. That's so eyes, nice. Eyes, eyes. No, Matt's afraid of my sister because she really? says, look me in the eyes to her kids. <laughs> She says, look me in the eyes and tell me, was it you? And he says, of course not. And Marie believes him. That's all it takes to convince her. Yeah. Like, she trusts him. And he says, you know how I feel about you, Antoinette. And she says, yes, you merely tolerate me. And she turns around and leaves. So she's still flirting with him. Yes. And he calls her Antoinette. Said Marie, so, so like that's yeah. another like her middle name. Oh well, yeah, a lot of them call her Twinette. Yeah, so well, her close friends call her, her Twinette, and her oh. mother calls her Twinette, and he calls her Antoinette. He calls her Antoinette. So they we are have close. To track this. Uh, and then as she's leaving, her water breaks. I'm like, Boom. oh no, just like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, is this bad? Because she was go time. Chartois. When her water broke, but they don't really address that in the show. So no. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's go time. Marie's in labor. Yolande goes back to Josephine's apartment as Josephine leaves to witness the birth of Marie's baby. So weird. Marie is screaming. Yes. The doctor's telling her to push. Louis looks appalled. I mean, 
childbirth is not pretty. No, it's not. There's like 50 people in there. This poor woman yeah, with her legs spread and everybody's audience. staring right She's, up her So dress. listen, apparently it's common for you to poop on the table when you're yes. giving birth. I just learned this probably five years ago. So you didn't just learn it, but you well, learned five it five years ago. Well, pretty <laughs> I like, recently. I should say it? pretty recently yeah, okay. I learned that, that that is normal. So she has an audience for that. Like it's not, mm-hmm. not right. It's very normal. Marie starts making these strange gaggy screams and the nightmares are back. So she, I know. They so were Limbaugh's crazy. head is like on a stake. So weird that Limbaugh's was on and a stake. And the ants are conjoined twins. They're, they're just one body, two heads. And I like mean, one guy. Like I don't know who life. was on the ground whose skin was flaking off. His white skin was flaking one. off. But that's happening. It was all very creepy. It's it's no fun. No. Uh, back at the apartment, though, Yolande is she finds the loose floorboard where the libels are hidden. Like She's I don't good. know why you put it under a broken. It looked like it was a broken floorboard, but well, because she, she had to hide it, it. and nobody so she going to broke look it. And, yeah, so that she could hide it. Probably, I, I guess so. it looked pretty obvious to me. Oh, okay. But I guess it's because I knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> Uh, she casually heads straight to Marie's room, takes the scissors from Limbaugh. Limbaugh just like picked up these scissors. Like, I don't know. She's going to stab Marie in the stomach while she's giving birth with all of these witnesses. And without hesitation, Louis not having any luck calming Marie down. She's like in a tizzy. But yeah. Yeah. Yolande goes down there. She calms Marie. The baby's born and Marie passes out yes and louis actually i gotta give him credit this was nice that they did this he actually looks more concerned about his wife than finding mm-hmm. out what the sex of the baby is which is what everyone else is obsessed mm-hmm. with i loved that he was like very concerned yeah, he for was... her and wanted to know more, like wanted to make sure she was okay yeah that was really good and yolande cuts the bottom of marie's foot and marie wakes up is that common like is that I, a thing i didn't even look into that i tried I was to look like, into it and i couldn't find did anything. she cut her foot weird. like I, I rewatched it a few times yeah, like that she scene cuts her foot. it's very weird and then marie comes i was like whose too. foot did she cut <laughs> yeah. i was like is that marie's uh and because how is marie supposed to walk in heels oh, if you cut the bottom of her i mean foot? that would that would suck i wasn't sure if it was like a, maybe it's a thing they did in the back of that day maybe. when a mother would pass out after giving birth yeah to wake them up so I maybe know. I don't know, but we find out Maria's yes. awake. It's a girl. It's Madame Royale, and Maria and Louis are both very very happy. Um, and Mercy locks eyes with Marie because he has to go off and tell yep. Austria the bad news. He's like, quote unquote. He's like, "Yep, it's not a boy, but I will deliver this news." Mm-hmm. And Louis thanks Marie for bringing him great joy. I know. I love you, Louis. I'm back to loving you. <laughs> he was so sweet to say all of that to her. He it really was. was. Yeah, because or, ordinarily, it's the boy that matters. Yes. But he doesn't care. Yep. No, this will be so one happy. of many. Yep. One of many. many. <laughs> um, so I actually did a closer look on the the. Baby girl being born. Okay. So this was December 19th, 1778 is when she was born. This is where we are in the timeline. Yep. So when she was two two inches bigger from August, she was, it was like September timeline. Right. Okay. Um, Her name is Marie Therese, known as Madame Royale. Everybody's name was Marie Therese. Everybody's name. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... She spent her childhood in the court, was a few of the, and she was only one of the few of the royal children who survived the revolution. Yeah. So some actually, you know, were, I guess, beheaded or, or killed. I, think I don't know they if they were all, beheaded. Like, but... died in captivity, essentially. Okay. 
Um, so at first she was sentenced to death by the revolutionaries, mm-hmm. okay. but um, the sentence was commuted to permanent exile. That's a better fate. Yes. Yes. So she actually, be- and then she came back, became the Dauphine de France in 1824, remained devoted to the monarchy for the rest of her life. So she went back to the scene of all of her trauma, yeah. I assume. I Maybe she wasn't as traumatized as we think. Yeah. So um, yeah. I actually have another, uh, I have a couple more things. Okay. She no, was christened on the same day. So when we go into the christening scene, that's right. the same exact day as Marie giving birth. So they put her in that tight, uncomfortable dress to go to the church uh-huh. the same day she gave birth. That's what the Google, like, that's internet, what the Google, the Google. <laughs> I mean, that's what they said. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That this was on that. Um, absolutely awful. Chateau de Versailles website. Oh, my gosh. So then it's probably pretty accurate. I, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, the christening, the, the baptism, essentially, was it's very important in mm-hmm. Catholicism. But, like, to drag the mother along for it, that's... That day. That same day. Well, you I have to christen just, the baby, but usually it's, like, within, gave, like, three months you oh, christen okay. the baby. Not that day. Like, now it's, like, within three months. Oh, well, maybe it was but more it was urgent the same day. in the day of royalties. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that you know what christening awful. is, like why people like you know oh, the it's Catholic christening religion than is baptism. It's just, I think it's the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's to save the soul of the baby from purgatory. Correct. Right. Okay. okay. So yeah, you okay. know, you know why. <laughs> so I think that's probably why they did it that day instead of waiting. But I'm that's like, fair. oh my gosh, like okay, wipe Can yourself you... down. You're still right. bleeding. You're tightened up in a corset. Yep. Ugh. Your know. hair's all done. Oh, yeah. Her whole hair was done. Yeah. Oh, God. That I sounds know. just absolutely awful. Yeah. So she, so um, Madame Royale, she was imprisoned as a teenager. Uh, so this just, poor teenager. Yeah. That's horrible. Um, she learned of the deaths of her aunt and brother. Okay. Okay. So her aunt. So then I'm like, okay. aunt. Think yeah. here. Aunt. An aunt. Okay. Okay. We don't, apparently, on this website, Chateau de Versailles, it says that the king's sister, the Madame king's... Elizabeth. Who did? Where is she? Who did? I don't know. We met her. I don't know. She like off gallivanting All I know is that like it's Louis and life? Provence and I have no idea. So does Why? anybody know? Who did? <laughs> Who I'm confused. That? Who's this no, lady? I had no idea that. I know. Louis had a sister. I know. And I wasn't able to like, I didn't have time to. Huh look into that more okay so maybe somebody can write us she, in was she, and let was us she know a boarding but school i have no idea because <laughs> they don't reference her in the show at all either no we haven't heard is she in your biography that you're listening to that book i don't remember okay there's a lot of there's a lot of names that are exactly the same and they all blur <laughs> together and so it's really hard for Marie me to keep Therese, track of Marie the Antoinette. cast of characters <laughs> yeah. in it like everybody's named the same thing yeah i don't know but i was just like what who is yeah, this lady well maybe- i mean she has the same name as me it's spelled with an s not a z mine's a z but okay. who this lady i like when elizabeth is spelled with an s i think it looks yeah. fancy oh yeah it's like extra fancy i'm just not fancy <laughs> and that's perfectly okay well thanks but for yeah that. wasn't that We're interesting Maybe she'll we have show to dig up, that up in uh, the next season. Ooh, that would be nice. Maybe. Yeah, that would be really nice. we actually got to meet Louis' sister, yep. maybe she's not so awful. I hope so. We'll, I hope we'll somebody's not awful to her. Because we're going we're gonna to jump back in with yes. Josephine and Provence are back to plotting. What uh, a surprise. Right, they agree that they make a good team. Mm-hmm. Like, if by good, you mean evil. 
<sighs> uh, but this is when Provence is called to the king's office and Chartois walks past him. He's free. He's free. Like his name is cleared. It's yep. all over for him. Exactly. So Provence obviously is very nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chartois is visiting Marie to see the baby. Yes. And to offer his congratulations, which is nice. Uh, and Marie says, Louis finally came to his senses mm-hmm. and asks if they found the bastard yet. And he says, no, not yet. Uh, Chartois says the baby is beautiful, just like her mother. Aww. And Marie says, my daughter is a bourbon princess from the top of her head to the tips of her toes. She's so, so cute. again, though, is she trying to say, hush up, don't, se- don't say anything to anyone oh. because my daughter is a bourbon princess. Okay. Wink, hmm. wink, wink. Look at you. You do think it's shot. I think, kid. I think I was trying to find evidence of this. I was, I'm convinced it's Sarchwa's kid. I know. We'll have to find out next episode. <laughs> and I don't maybe. care because he's the only person that was nice to her. Yes. Like her husband froze her out for seven years, eight years. I didn't I don't pick that remember. up that she said, my daughter is a bourbon yeah, princess. Yeah, she was like, listen, don't mess this up for me. Hmm. Uh, Marie names uh, Yolande, the governess of her daughter, and Lamball again is crying. She's just heartbroken. I know. Well, because she's, she's I guess like governess doesn't have to uh, grovel to Lamball because Yolande. Seems well, she, so governess fine. she teaches. She's the governess yeah, she's of the kids, like right? Didn't I bring that up in other episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is like of all the royal children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good for her because now herself. she has money and she's maybe this is when maybe she doesn't spy on Marie anymore. Maybe this is when she's like, you know what? We're just friends now. Well, I guess we'll just have to find out. <laughs> uh, back in the king's office, Louis doesn't believe that Provence isn't responsible for the libels, even mm-hmm. though Provence technically is not responsible for the libels. But yeah. And Louis's like, I could execute you and Josephine, but I'm going to spare you. And Terrible idea. Somebody, Execute. yeah, someone else gets to take the fall for this. Uh, I'm like, if you were smart, you would execute him. Execute, execute, execution. <laughs> Off we're with terrible. his head. No, I guess nobody really Just deserves. Like, it's a bunch of petty, the stupid the drama. Covenant, right? Is that? What's oh yeah, lock right? him up yeah. with lock the nuns. Up. Yeah, send him to the nuns. Yes. That's a good idea. Right. They could just lock him up in a convent. There you go. <laughs> but this is when Louis finally had enough of Provence and he punches him in the face. Thank God. I've been and waiting I'm just for like, this. You deserved that. Yes. Every black eye you have, you deserved. <laughs> and I feel mean thinking this, but Provence, you've been awful. Yes. He's so rude. Yeah. And Louis basically says, you will never play a role in running this country. Mm-hmm. Get out. And he like sends him off. And I mean, Provence got away pretty easy. He did. Considering he could have lost his head. He should have just lost got his a life. black eye. Yep. So in Vienna, uh, oh Mama gosh, Empress is obviously not impressed because she it's not me. a boy. Because of course. It's unbelievable. She she let us down again. And Joseph is like, I doubt she tried to. If she's anything like you, this will be the first of many bourbon babies. Mm-hmm. But the Empress says that they're not gonna invade Bavaria, and joseph is angry because he's like when do i get to make some decisions technically he's the emperor yep of the country but his mom's calling all the shots and he she says when i'm dead not till i'm dead and so he just walks off probably thinking can't come soon enough in that moment oh yeah and i'm sure Toinette's thinking that too <laughs> 
And uh, the Empress writes to Antoinette and says, I implore you to stop wasting time, Antoinette. I cannot wait another eight years for you to deliver the Dauph- Dauphin. This woman is she's, never satisfied. No. She's just one like, of those people. Listen, she's never satisfied. It's finally happening, lady. Like, at least they had a baby. You have a baby. And you realize, babies. you realize now what the problem was, is that they did not know how to have sex. Right. They didn't know what they were doing. And now they know what they're doing. Now they know what they're doing. They, they have a baby, a baby. And you're still on, like, happy right. about it. Like, calm down, lady. And she she, she had several children yeah. herself. So, and like, I'm sorry, Marie needs to heal. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, she let, needs to heal. Let her insides return to where they're, they need to you're be. You're supposed to wait 18 months. 18 months. For your body to get back to normal. Okay. After having a baby. Right. 18 months. That's... Yeah, yeah almost two years. Just, yeah, I I would have one, and I'd be like, I'm never doing this again. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> never yeah. again. Yep. <laughs> Mine are very close. They're 17 months apart. But I was like, I just want to get out of diapers just, as quick as just, possible. I just want to get this over with. Diapers, Two, bottles, back to back, baby Let's stuff. <laughs> get it all done and out of here. That's all I want. <laughs> Uh, finally, finally, it yeah. says, but this is the same day, later that day. Later that day. Marie and Louis are off to baptize Madame Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie says, I forgot Marie's name for a minute there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Marie says, I guess there is a small comfort in knowing who your enemies are. And they kind of look at Provence and Josephine like, uh-huh. hate you. Uh, but I love her hair. You do, The yeah. feathers, I love it. I mean, it makes sense because she's the ostrich bitch so that there's feathers in her hair, but I love it. Yes. Uh, but when they arrive in, I guess it's Paris. I don't know where exactly they traveled to, but they, they arrive somewhere. There's a whole throng of people outside the church, and Marie hears someone call her an ostrich bitch. I don't think somebody called her that. You, you think she imagined it? I think it? she imagined it. You really think she imagined it? I, I feel like Louis would have heard it. I feel like Louis was really? probably in his own world. I don't know. I think that somebody actually called her that, but okay. maybe you're right. Because Louis All is right. completely oblivious. He's yeah. just like, hello, hello, everybody. Hi. Yeah, yes. Uh, and as the baby's being baptized, Provence looks uncomfortable. Chartois looks uncomfortable. Louis is completely unaware. He's just yeah, happy. He's so happy. He's so happy. And Marie uh, looks uncomfortable. Well, yeah, everybody, she's looking over at the ants, yes. you know, who started the whole ostrich bitch thing. Uh, the Empress is pleased that Marie has named her daughter after her, but daughters count for nothing in diplomatic relations. And I'm like, <sighs> um, you married Marie off to Louis so that you'd but have an 14. alliance with France. Yes, as a child bride, but they count for nothing. Yeah. What? Yeah. What lady? And so I also was like, I don't know if it's just me, but one of the ants, the ones that the one that seemed uncomfortable about being interrogated, um, seemed Adelaide. to kind of look like she was having some sympathy for Marie it in the did. church. Like maybe she's going to soften and come around to her at some point. We'll see, I, I guess, we'll in, see. in the future. But she she looked like she felt kind of bad about being such. She a should. Meanie. Yeah. <laughs> she should. Yeah. So. But yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I hope somebody's at least nice to her in this family. I, it would be nice if some of them started to come around. Yeah. But and, maybe at this point, this you're a, right. This maybe is some, a hard place to live. Yeah. And maybe somebody did call her an ostrich bitch in the crowd because they eventually turn against her. Yeah. A lot of people still the love them is. and are happy to see them. Yeah, I mean, most like of the that, people but... in that crowd were just cheering and mm-hmm. like waving and they were excited to see the royals, but. Maybe there's one. 
There's one person, and that's all it takes. Can't please them all. One person. That's all it takes. And then you just start spreading like a virus. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so can you believe it? We're almost to the finale of season one. I, like, I just can't. Honestly, I can't believe that it's already episode eight next week. Like, this is insane how fast it came around. There's been a lot of drama. There is. I feel like I I, just went through, like, a whole, what, eight years worth of drama in seven episodes. (laughs) Gosh, I'm tired. Yeah, This is exhausting. This has been eight years. But imagine living that. Like, we're only watching an hour at a time. Imagine living, like, eight years of eight this. years of just petty nonsense. and finally you produce an heir and people but are it's, still but it's a girl you. so it's not an heir well yeah but still it's, it's against you it is stupid <laughs> very stupid um so what are you eager to see in that final episode i want to see I don't know. I hope they don't jump too far ahead. Right. So that she's like pregnant again. I don't know how they're going to end this. Like, how are they going to end it? She has a couple kids. She does have a couple kids. Like, they're not ending it with, like, they're not jumping so far ahead because there is, like, they're not ending it with, like, the beheading. They're. Right. No. Because there's there's more coming. So, Mm -hmm. um, if I remember correctly, and I could be remembering wrong, I think they're going to start talking about the American Revolution in some way. I think so too. So, I think that's going to be our next touch point. Is France so maybe they'll start. They'll tease with us the with that. Yeah, some more so politics, some politics stuff, which some drama. Yeah. I want the drama. Maybe I not, want their relationship. Oh yeah, I, I love their relationship. I feel like the culmination so far has been their um, consummation. Yes, uh, that felt like a really high moment for everybody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, everyone um, who's listening yeah. or who's watching, watching, you know, you can always email us your thoughts at ps at witf.org uh, or engage with us on Instagram at witforg and on Facebook at witf.org. Yes. This podcast was produced by Ali Amaros for WITF. I'm Christina Ziders. And I'm Beth Capello. And join us next week for the final episode of season one, Queen of Hearts. Yeah. I'm excited. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. Sounds like a happy one. It does. I hope so. I hope it's a good ending. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. See ya. See ya.